You are listening to the Circulab podcast. For 20 minutes, one expert from the Circulab community shares a focus about regenerative economy and how to make it real in your company and industry. We are Circulab, a strategic consulting agency and Circulab design studio powered by an international community of experts covering the five continents. To design for regeneration, you can already download our tools in Creative Commons on circulab.com. Hi everyone, I'm Jessica, Circulab's community manager. I have the pleasure of being with Annelise Meyer today and we'll be talking about third place. Hi Annelise, thank you for being with us today. Hi, glad to be here. Yeah, nice to have you with us. Before starting our discussion, could you please introduce yourself? Yes, very quickly. I'm uh, still a freelance translator. For, I've been for more than 15 years now. And I'm the newly the new co-founder of L'Alternateur, so that's a third space I'm building right now in Champigny-sur-Marne, in the eastern outskirts of Paris. Okay, um, could you maybe explain us why you decided to create this uh, third place? And according to you, what roles can a third place play in a local context? Well, I've been a member of the Transition Town Movement for several years now. So that's a movement that gathers people, federates people in cities and small towns and uh, on any territory around uh, environmental challenges. So it helps them uh, create projects, uh, develop projects around the transition challenges. And I was looking for new ways to have more impact on this and to help more people create and develop new projects mostly around the economy, because what I discovered is we have uh, helped many people on gardening, you know, the vegetalization of cities, uh, this kind of incredible edible movements, all these movements, we've been working with them for several years. But it was always small volunteering uh, work. So we get to work on small projects that are small impact, that are very, very interesting, but we, we didn't really have any impact on the more global scale, on, on a more, uh, on a bigger scale. So I, I wanted to change that. Yes, and maybe we didn't precise, but uh, Champigny-sur-Marne in, is in the suburbs mm -hmm. of uh, Paris. Yes, and so I'm... I'm used to, to, to working there and uh, I've, I've uh, worked on several projects there, so on around all of these challenges. And with my associate, who's uh, Michael Bach, I was, uh, I was aiming to, to have a bigger scale. And so we, we thought of, uh, we thought of uh, creating a third space. Uh, because I, I, I had discovered them as a freelancer. So working in co-working spaces, discovering, The many ways it's uh, they help uh, to federate people around the around same projects. You know the serendipity effect of this uh, of these places where people mm -hmm. uh, they work. Everyone uh, works on their side, and then they meet. They they gather around the coffee machine typically, and then they they discuss what they what they're doing and what their center of interests are, and then they discover they've got. Uh, interest in common and then they, they get to to create new new projects and uh, and I really loved to, uh, seeing that in uh, Mutinerie that was the co-working space I worked in uh, for several years in Paris and so I, I really wanted to to deploy this kind the same, same kind of place in Champigny where I see that there are many many people leave the city every every day to to go and work uh, some other place So I thought that there's something there that we, we need to, to have a place 
locally implanted, you know, right in the in the middle of the city, where where we could uh, where people could just meet, work together, and develop new projects around the challenges that are local, that are specific to Champigny. And what's the link with the circular economy? Well, so circular economy. Well, I've, I've really gotten an interest in circular economy because I wanted to I wanted to help not only citizens but also companies to to change their processes because they are part of the of the solution, you know, to 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 environmental challenges. And so I got trained with uh, Circulab. I, I I've been following Circulab for for several years now. And um, and so I got I got training on the I got trained on the tools and uh, and now one of the with the companies being part of the solution, there are another um, another player we want to gather in our in our place to in the l'alternateur. We want to to be able to train them and to gather them around the challenges too, so so they can uh, they can maybe um, recruit new people. And, uh, and get training and change the processes with our help. So, uh, so that's what we want. What we really want to build with Alternator is a place where the where there'll be freelancers, working entrepreneurs, and also existing and also representatives of existing companies that that want to to change the way they work and maybe get um, get aware, raise awareness. Around around the challenges, so so we can work together towards uh, new solutions. So, according to you, what will be the action levels of the alternator? Be also, could you explain what are the challenges you had to face? So, the main challenge is to be able to to gather all this kind of uh, of people, because they are not used to working together. Uh, because we we want to federate, you know, so the public services because this is the the territory they are in charge of this of the development of this territory. So so we want to we want to change, we want to help them, uh, you know, deploying the there's a climate plan. So we want to 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 help them with this with this. So we need to we need to have them. We need to have the companies as well because as I said, they are important players. There are big players in the in the climate uh, challenges, and we want we also want to to imply to involve the citizens, and all these people they usually they don't mingle, usually they they just uh, they just uh, walk uh, walk around the street, but they never they never really meet. There's no place where they can really meet, and that's what we want to do with the with the third place. That's the role of the third place. That's uh, that's a place where people will uh, will be able to just meet. They're not. Uh, they want. They, they they could be consumers there because they, there'll be a coffee place. But they could also just work, or they could just just come and listen and and follow an event. And uh, and that's that's the way they're gonna be able to meet and mingle and uh, and develop new ideas. And that's what we that's what we want to we want to enable. And and this and to do this, the main challenge. Is to is just to convince them that it's that this place can uh, can do it and that they have every interest in doing it if, in coming to this place. This is a challenge because they're not used they're, they're just not used to to working together. You know, everyone in in your life, you're a, we we all have different roles in our life. We are citizens. We are we are persons. We are citizens. We are workers. We can be consumers when we go to a supermarket. 
you see what I mean. Mm. And in this place, people will be able to have different roles in the same place. And this is quite uh, unique. This is quite different. This is what third place is involved. When you arrive in the morning, the people will come to our places. They can, they'll be just first a consumer. They just grab a coffee, you know, at the coffee place. And then they'll be able to, to go upstairs and become co-workers, freelancers or entrepreneurs. And then they'll be, they'll be co-workers. And maybe they'll, they, they want to move towards a meeting room and talk to, to another co-worker. And then they'll be, they could become entrepreneurs or what do I know, or trainees or whatever. That's the power of this kind of places. And the main, our main challenge is really to explain this to, to public services and companies. And this is about creating new ways of, uh, of mingling and working together. Yeah, and finally, it's not just a co-working mm, space. No. It's more than that, if I understand yeah. it wrong. Yeah, there'll be several spaces within within the same space. There'll be so this coffee place, which we are very interested in uh, in opening because it it'll be anchored on the on the quart on the quarter. You know, the neighborhood is not really there are not many freelancers in the neighborhood, so there are big mm-hmm. there are big buildings and many people who who don't who don't earn a lot of money. It's uh, it's a um, politique de la ville neighborhood so it's uh, it's mm-hmm. quite poor so this place in this place will be able to 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 greet them you know they won't just have to walk along the the building but they'll be able to to just come in and get welcome and uh, and feel welcome and that's very interesting to us and then they'll be able to mingle with other people who work there mm. that's the other interesting part and to mix finally the people yeah And what were the examples that inspired you to develop and to decide to build this uh, third place? Our first example is in uh, is in the UK. So that's the Reconomy Center. That's uh, that's a place that was opened by the transition movement uh, movement in Totnes. Again, that's where the where the movement, the transition town movement, was born, and the, that's about. Ten years ago, they they came to think of this too. They 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 used to have many citizen citizen led projects, so around urban farming and um, and uh, what do I know, growing growing your own food and uh, thinking of this uh, of all this kind of uh, small scale actions. And then they thought, uh, how could we how could we work on the the economy how could we really have an impact on the on the global economy and that they just looked at the food uh, where they got where they got their food you know the the food they ate and then they discovered that most of the food the the people bought from the town they bought it from a big from a huge mall that was on the in the suburbs of the town that was in the outskirts of the town So the money, the the money they spent on their food, it did not it did not go to the town because you know through taxes. Because when you buy when you buy from shops, when you buy food from a, from a shop that's in your town, the taxes the, the 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 shop owner pays goes to the town, and so it benefits the people from the town. But when you go to the outskirts, when you just like just like in Paris, when you move with your car, you go to the outskirts so you can buy food from a supermarket. Because it's cheaper than in the city center and uh, and all of that, the supermarket it pays pays their taxes to another town. So the so the the, the town doesn't doesn't benefit from the from the taxes, doesn't benefit from this uh, from this money, and the money spent goes to a private owner or it's like Amazon. You know, it's uh, the 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 huge the, the bigger example is Amazon when you when you. 
when you buy when you buy uh, anything from Amazon, they don't pay their taxes. Well, it's the it's the worst example I could take. That yeah. I think of it, but this is it. So so yeah. so they thought, yeah, we have to help developing the local economy. And there were many shops that were empty in the in the city center. That's a, a huge problems now, and a, a huge problem in many small cities in Par in in France, mm -hmm. and anywhere in the world, pretty much anywhere in the world. That it's hard. It's hard to ha to have a shop in the city center. Most uh, most of the time, the products are expensive, are more expensive. So the people they take their car and they go to supermarkets. So their aim was to help develop a new local uh, economy. And uh, and involve the people, involve to the citizens too in this in the development of these shops, so so that they felt involved and bought from this uh, from these new shops and they helped and and helped and got more taxes, so the city could get more taxes from these shops because they because they worked and thus these taxes helped developing new services for the citizens for the town. So the, this is it. So. So they they bought this this economy center so they could help local entrepreneurs develop their um, develop new projects new shops new new activities that would be to the benefit of the people of the city and that's what we that, that's what we are aiming to do uh, mixing to this with uh, combining it naturally with environmental challenges so how can we 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 want to build this place to help new entrepreneurs develop new activities in the city so that would be based in Champigny mm -hmm. and of course these activities would be uh, envi environmentally uh, compatible so that's why we we trained on circular economy so we can help them you know structuring and structuring their projects around circular you know uh, challenges and uh, and make them make them circular from the beginning And there's and then uh, helping the existing companies because we have many building companies in the in Champigny, help them uh, change the processes and uh, and uh, and get uh, get uh, more ethical on the way. So this mm. is really the Reconomy Center that was uh, created in Totes, I think about seven eight years ago. That was really an inspiration. Okay. And I think you were talking about the second example that inspired you. Yes, uh, yes, that was another another example. That's um, well, that I I I don't really remember the name now now because I'm I talk too quickly and, uh, and I just uh, I just get lost in all my thoughts. But there's a uh, there's this uh, network, this uh, big network of uh, of third spaces in the in the Netherlands that opened in the Netherlands uh, a few years ago. To where where people can uh, can can go and work for free, so that's a, that's a huge network of uh, of centers of co-working spaces that are pretty much anywhere. Anyone can go and work for one hour, two hours, the whole day. It's for free. They just uh, the only thing they have to take is to engage. Uh, whenever someone someone in the network needs the help, so be there an accountant or a salesman or um, i don't know any sp any specialty uh they have to they have to engage to to spend two to three hours to help to help someone if someone uh, needs they have a they have developed to a platform an online platform where people can uh, subscribe and just and just say yeah i need for example uh, today i need the the help of an accountant uh, around an accounting problem 
So uh, can someone help me, please? And then the, an accountant that, that has come to the place and, uh, and works for free. Uh, they, they can they can directly answer and so they have the they have space on site they can uh, they can use a meeting room and so they can uh, help each other so so it's uh, it helps people uh, meeting that's another way of helping you know people to meet we really need this kind of tools the, the tools don't do any everything but uh, but still it's it's an it's another way of uh, of helping of um, of helping uh, meetings as well yeah. And uh, and I don't I really can't find the can't find the name, <laughs> but but they wrote uh, they wrote a, a a book to explain this uh, that's called Serendipity. Okay, we will share the details uh, in the in the comments of the podcast. Mm. Nice helping community. Uh, do you know how many people are in this community? Uh, Quite a lot. Well, last, last time, last time I, last time, last time I watched, there were more. Uh, there were a few thousands, and now I don't know because I haven't read the last figures. You know, I don't follow them, but uh, but it's it's quite huge. And in Europe, in Europe in general, you know, the co-working movement because there's the European Conference on Co-working every year, that's organized by independent uh, co-working spaces, and I've been there almost every year since uh, 2014. And it's quite huge. I can I can tell you the well they they call it the co-working movement. We we talk about third places, TRU in French, but in uh, in in English that that's funny because the the third place uh, initially it came from um it was uh, invented by an American soci sociologist who was Ray Oldenburg. That's the one who invented the concept. But in the end, the English uh, English speaking community they don't they don't use that word at all. They all talk about co working spaces. So mm. and uh, and this co working movement is quite is quite huge. And in Netherlands, and there are many very great example uh, examples in um, in the Netherlands and in the UK as well, and in uh, in Germany. Well, it's it's very interesting to. Anyone who who's who's interested in the movement should uh, should go and. And, and go and look for this. Uh, it's quite easy to find great examples, and in France too, of course. Okay, um, so we are arriving at the conclusion now, um, and I have a last question. It's a question we we used to ask our our guests. Uh, do you have an advice or a tip you can share to someone who intends to create a third place on its own? Yes, meet meet, meet people. Go. Go to go to spaces, go to places you you don't know, and just uh, subscribe for the day for for two days, and just go to the machine to the coffee machine, and uh, and just yeah, just say hello to people and and just chit chat with them, and uh, and you learn many more things than just reading reading uh, things on the web or. Or reading documents, or or going to to trainings that cost two uh, thousand or three thousand euros, because that's what you what you have now, because it's quite uh, fashion now. Yeah, just hmm. go go and talk to people, to real people. The power of community. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, thanks a lot, Anise. It was really interesting. Mm. And um, do do you want to share your contact details if someone would like to contact you? Yeah. Yes, you can. So that's uh, Annelise, so A-double-N-E-L-I-S-E -double -double -E at l'alternateur, 
L-A-L-T-E-R-N-A-T-E-U-R.net. N-E-T. So I don't think you, well, you, you write it, you write it on the, on the notes, I guess. And the, so the name, the name of the, of the third place that's going to open its doors normally by the end of the year. So that should be soon. Hopefully, uh, that's L'Alternateur. So you can, uh, you can check L'Alternateur.net on the, on the web. Yes, and me too there yeah. then at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks a lot, everyone, for listening to our podcast. And thank you, Alice. Bye-bye. Bye. To take action in the regenerative economy, visit our website to find our books, services, and trainings on circular.com.